All right, we are here on our next episode of the Ply Rigger Podcast. We got an awesome guest, Rick Randezzo. He is the FCA hockey director. Um, Rick has worked in all levels of hockey. His vision is to unite the, the, the world, the hockey world for Christ. He sees great potential in all lives of hockey, youth, high school, collegiate, professional, and amateur, amateur adults. Rick also sees great opportunities to help coaches become better leaders and their teams. Rick grew up uh, skating on the frozen ponds of Buffalo. He went to high school at St. Joseph's College Institute. He's a two-time All-Catholic Section, two-time national champion. Wow. College, United States Military Academy from 1989 to 1993. Four years, NCAA Division I on West Point's all-time leading scorer mm. list. Rick has served six years on active duty um, as a U.S. Army Cavalry Officer and Airborne Ranger. He was a head coach at the United States Naval Academy from 1999 to 2007. He had 120 wins in eight years. He is currently the director of FCA Hockey. He's married to his beautiful wife, Shannon. They have five awesome kids. Rick, is this is such an honor to have you on, dude. You are like... One of my biggest heroes when it comes to leading men with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, seriously, we have worked together for the last decade. Um, I've been with you for a long time, and I'm so excited to hear your peaks and valleys today. One of the things I wanted to bring up is I saw that uh, the scripture that you founded off of the um, 55 year, 50 city, 50 state tour, um, and that was. Isaiah 6, 8, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who should I send? Who will go for us? I said, here I am, send me. Um, that scripture fires me up. And the other one too is, is uh, Hebrews 11, 1. You know, when we talk about faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. FCA hockey is a perfect, to me, is a perfect image of what faith is. You have stretch so many people across the country in terms of what faith is. And uh, Rick has mentored, so you guys know, Rick has mentored and is currently mentoring some of the top NHL players, current players right now on faith and how to walk with the Lord. So Rick, thank you for being on the podcast, man. Absolutely love you. Thank you for being here, man. Love you. Excited to be here, Dave. Thank you. And men, Great to see you this morning, and I'm excited to share just the story that the Lord has uh, has woven for us. Just uh, this week, we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of FCA Hockey. So my wife and I, my wife Shannon and I, launched FCA Hockey 10 years ago, and uh, we are super blessed to be on Sunday taking a vacation that our FCA Hockey Board is sending us on. So we are super pumped to celebrate that. But when we started FCA Hockey, I remember getting the call to fly to Kansas City. And uh, the guy across from me doing the interview said, Rick, we're excited. The Lord brought you to us, but we have no money. We have no logo. We have nothing other than your name to start this ministry. And, And are you up for the challenge? And he asked me that, and I I just said, the Lord has us here. I believe he's up to the challenge. There's going to be a lot of peaks and valleys across, you know, 
for the next several years, and there has been, but uh, it's been amazing, and I'm happy to share some of those peaks and valleys here today. Well, that's awesome, man. We're so excited to have you, but I think the first question we all want to know from you, Rick, is what exactly has Dave offered you to get you to stop and take the time to spend time with us today? Because, (laughs) I mean, I'm like, dude, how are you associated with this guy? This is awesome. (laughs) We are are super blessed to have volunteers across the country, and Dave, actually, in our ministry is, I don't know how he's, what, what the title you have for him, but with us, it's Super Dave. <laughs> he has been a super volunteer pretty much from those early years on. I remember thinking back, uh, we did some father-son tournaments yeah. there. Dave was highly involved in that. And now he's just, he is a key part of our, our staff, our, um, our board. And that's how we've been able to impact so many lives for the past 10 years is through men and families like his, through his wife, Laura, and, and through the, their, both of their businesses. Um, it's been a major blessing. But uh, yeah, we've had some peaks and valleys between us, but mm-hmm. it has been amazing how the Lord has grown both of us and our families through, through our time together. Well, that's awesome, man. So, so walk us into kind of your story with... Uh you know, with FCA hockey, you just kind of gave us a tip of the iceberg there a second ago in the beginning. But, you know, as, as we talk about in this podcast every week about peaks and valleys, you know, walk us through a peak and then let's spend let's spend our time today really digging into uh, one valley that maybe you've had in the last 10 years. Sure. I, uh, I was the hockey coach at the United States Naval Academy after getting out of the military um, resigning a commission, uh, which I thought I'd be a, um, a retired, I'd be retiring from uh, my 20-some years in the military around now, but the Lord had a different plan. So he brought my family and I to Annapolis, Maryland to coach a team, the, Na- the United States Naval Academy hockey team, which was a club team at the time. So we did that for about eight years, and then the Lord closed that door. We had received money to build a new rink. We had received the Frozen Four. Um, I thought that was going to propel the Naval Academy to a Division One level. And uh, God had a different story. So he closed that door. And that was a major valley in our life. And and the way we in, in my family handle valleys um, is we just, we pull up our uh, boots by their straps and then we say okay we're gonna get after this lord's got it must have another plan and he must have a better plan so so right then and there we decided we were gonna move and uh the lord brought us to raleigh north carolina didn't know a single person there and uh we just started getting involved in in the in the community there shortly thereafter the phone call came from kansas city we were given your name as a hockey guy and We'd love to add hockey as a as a sports specific ministry, and this is in two thousand and late two thousand and seven, early two thousand and eight, uh, and and that was an opportunity for us. We saw that as an opportunity to be on the ground floor and build a ministry. So we started that, and uh, and it, we were off to a great start. Um, logos. My wife and I were able to fund the first couple of years of the ministry. And, and that meant we were going to fly around the country and run free clinics. And this is dating back to 2008. And we did just that. We, 
I flew to Fargo, I flew to Chicago, I flew to Buffalo and ran these free clinics. And uh, after about a year of doing this, I, I was asked to, to interview for a vice president position at FCA. And I quite honestly felt I was, I wasn't, I shouldn't have even been asked because I was just new to ministry and I didn't know what I didn't know. And, and uh, somebody saw the CEO and former president, Les Deckel said, we, we really want some young people in these positions, these new positions. So I went through this process and I remember, um, hanging out downtown on December 23rd in Raleigh at that outside ice skating rink that they have in Raleigh for about two weeks of the year, I think. <laughs> yeah, and, right. <laughs> uh, and Les Deco called and said, Rick, you've made the final cut. We want you to come and, and go through this final interview. And, uh, and I said, okay, Lord, put it on my heart if you want me to have this job because it sounds like I'm going to get it. And December 26th, is when that verse, Isaiah 6, 8, the Lord took me there and said, who will go for me? Here I am, Lord, send me. And uh, and I said, Lord, I will submit. We will submit to your plan. My heart is with FCA hockey, but if you want to use my talents and skills in another area of FCA, we'll make it happen. Lord. We'll do it. We'll go if you want to move us to Seattle or wherever, um, because that's what Les had said. He, he thought that things were going to happen this way. Um, and we would offer full submission. So a couple weeks later, I flew to Kansas City, and the interview was incredible. Les walked me out and said, Rick, tell Shannon to get the house ready to sell. And uh, I was like, okay, Les. And at that point, we were excited. We thought the Lord was moving here, and, and things were going to happen. And then the phone never rang. Wow. Mm. That was a major valley for us. It was for me because I, I, I didn't really want this job. I didn't feel um, I was prepared for this job, but yet I was, I was willing to submit to the Lord. And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And then I got the call saying, thank you for walking with us these past five or six months through this process, but you weren't selected. And I was just, I was devastated. Um, I said, what is going on? Lord, what happened? I, I thought I heard from you. You sent me scripture, mm -hmm. Les confirmed it, and then it didn't happen. So obviously my wife and I talked and, and I, I called Les and asked him if I was, making this up or, or whatnot, just to, to confront the person that had been recruiting me and say, did I misunderstand this? Did you say this? Did you not say this? I said, Rick, we don't really know. I don't really know what happened, but the Lord just made it clear. The 11 people we picked were the 11 people the Lord wanted us to pick and you weren't one of them. And I was like, wow. Um, it was two nights later or two mornings later that my wife woke me up that morning early and, and said, Rick, I know the rest of the plan. So here I am at one, at one valley. I didn't get this job that I really didn't want, but I felt the Lord had said, this is going to be yours. We gave full submission and then it didn't happen. So my wife woke me up and said, I believe there's a bigger component here. And, and that is going to be 
sit down for a second, Rick. She said, sit down for a second. We're going to sell our house. We're going to sell our cars. We're going to pack up our four kids at the time. And we're going to spend 30 days in every state running hockey camps and clinics on what the Lord says is going to be a 50 state, 50 city tour. And I was blown away by that. Um, But as I look back, I say, I just go to the verse that says, the Lord knows the true intentions of our heart, right? If he would have given me that position that I really didn't want, but was willing to submit to him for, I'm sure it would have went great. But these last eight years of our ministry, as we've traveled, as we've met families in state after state after state after state, and have had a chance to impact all 50 states with in coaches, adult hockey players, youth hockey players, pro hockey players, and families, it's been tremendous, a tremendous blessing to us. And we wouldn't trade that for the world. So in one aspect, there was a deep, deep valley for a couple of days questioning everything. Did I hear the Lord? Did I hear these people? Why would he take me through this emotional roller coaster? And then just a few days later, he reveals the rest of the plan that unfolds for actually five years. And and he provided every step along the way. Um, Over those five years, lots of peaks and valleys um, from moving eight times, my wife leaving the tour and coming back to Raleigh to to just kind of get resettled and um, our marriage had lots of peaks and valleys over those times but the lord continued to provide each and every time we needed them rick incredible uh thank you for that it's there's so many questions in there you know when you think about the calling for that and your wife and you being submissive to that and obedient to that you know that vision that north star of moving forward, of how many lives you have impacted across the country, it's 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 a number you can't you can't put a number on it, right? Like it's it's unbelievable. Like when you think about that, you're in that valley, you know, and just being obedient to that, and then and now look at the lives in ten years, like ten years. Yeah. So two things, Dave. Um, the first thing. The only way the 50 state tour would have worked was if the way that it happened, the Lord gave me the calling who will go for me here. I'm send yep, me or yep. send us. And then he gave Shannon right. the second half the of details. the piece. Because yeah. if he would have told me to sell the house, sell the cars and, and go out on the road, yeah. right. Without giving that to my wife, that would have, it was hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. So, Can you imagine that so, one? Hey, honey, I have an idea. And she would have been like, are you high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah, got hit right. in the head by too many and, pucks, and man. I said, I said four kids, but we actually, yeah. we actually had a fifth two-month-old when we started the 50-state tour. Wow. So there were a lot more pieces. But the Lord gave her that second part so that she could hear from him as well. Sometimes he doesn't do that. But for this, I think that was... That was essential. In terms of the lives that that we uh, impacted or had a chance to impact, um, we started out in, on the tour, and, and our vision statement was to see the hockey world impacted for Jesus Christ. Over the course of the first year, we changed that, and we added 
one player, one coach, one family at a time. Yeah. There were times over that, over those five years, at least early on, where I felt like if we didn't have 50 kids at a camp, I was a failure. Yeah. How good of a coach am I? How good? And then we transitioned to, if we get one kid, we're going to do this clinic. We're not going to cancel. We're going to do it whoever the Lord brings. We're going to work like heck to get as many kids as we can. In some states, there were, we'd have 80 kids on the ice. And you know, as a hockey guy, mm-hmm. it's hard to run anything with 80 kids right. on the ice. It's hard to run things with 30 kids on the ice. But the Lord brought the multitudes, but then in some states, he just brought a handful. And and that just gave us an opportunity to work more closely with those guys. And I still get emails today from families along and, and players along the 50-state um, tour that say, I came to salvation. My life changed. We were just in Providence. Um Rhode Island and a man you met, Ron Johnson and his family. We mm-hmm. met on the 50 state tour. They are, their life was impacted. Their life was changed. They are now know what it means to be followers of Jesus Christ because um, of what happened on the 50 state tour in, in many families from Tennessee to Alaska to, to Hawaii to Maine had a chance to, had a chance to be impacted. Um, as we land a plane here, Rick, I really want to appreciate. Just thank you for being on the podcast. Is is incredible. Um, thank you. If there's last question, what encouragement can you offer to those entrepreneurs in the middle of their valley? People are listening right now, going, "I'm in a valley." You've been in the valley, out of the valley, on the peak. You've been through all of it in the last ten years. You know, what encouragement could you offer? So for several years. Here's our mystery. We had a pro hockey player named Brian Pothier, played for Washington Capitals, Ottawa Senators, and the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, we actually followed him, and he did a, a blog, if you remember, to the back to the days of a blog. He did a <laughs> blog on the FCA Hockey website, Brian's blog. And uh, I will never forget, and I've, I've referenced it at, at least 100 times over the years, was his comments on peaks and valleys. And what he said was, and, and you and I have climbed mountains together, literally and figure, figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. We've been on the top of a mountain in Utah. Yeah. And what's at the top of the mountain? It's it's barren. Once you get up over the tree line, it's rocky, it's windy, it's often cold. As we've sat on mountaintops and just looked down into the valley where it's green and there's lakes and there's all this exciting stuff, right? So what Brian said was, remember, it's not about the mountaintop experience. We all seek to get to the mountaintop. That's that's our destination. But when I just climbed a mountain with, with a good friend at our pro camp of, um, last month and we got to the top, we spent about 20 minutes and we looked down and we said, wow, this is amazing. Look down. But then we had to climb back down and we had to get back down into the trenches again and go do the work, go do the work to get back up to the top. And I think that that's the advice that I received from Brian, right? It's the journey from the bottom to the top that makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. When we're down in those tough times, when we're down in those tough times, it's, it's the climb up. It's the pulling up your bootstraps to get 
to get them on and to start that journey to get out. And how am I going to do that? And, and if you have faith in Jesus Christ, if you have a strong foundation, if you built your foundation in your business on strong core principles, right, on serving, on integrity, on, on discipline, on those things, then now you have the foundation to come out of that, of that valley. We grow in the valley, right? We grow in the tough parts. And that's where my wife and I's relationship got stronger. My kids got stronger. We, we grow in those areas. Up top, on vacation, there's not a ton of growth opportunities mm. when we're living um, and everything's going great. So I would just encourage business leaders, when you're in those tough times, um, just continue one minute, one day at a time, mm. moving forward, get back to the core beliefs. What am I really doing? I'm impacting mm. these lives. The Lord has called me to this. He's got me impacting lives right right where I'm at, and it will get better, and I'm just going to continue to trust in him. Proverbs 3, 4, and 5, I trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will set your path straight. That verse got me through Army Ranger School. It got me through tough times on the 50-state tour and all the other, all the other ups and downs in life. Great. Awesome. Thank you. Did you have any, anything else? We good? Thank you, Rick. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks, man. Love you. Yeah. All man. right. See ya. see ya. All right. Rick Randazzo. All right, man. Awesome. All right. Well, we will see you next week on the Apply Rigor Podcast. Yeah.